Hi, welcome back to the Beyond Controller podcast. I'm your host, Lynx, a.k.a. Dylan. And I'm the co-host over here, Anthony is Awesome, a.k.a. Just Anthony. And together we make up the Beyond the Controller podcast. Very excited. We are excited to be back with you again. Uh, it's been only a couple days since we recorded the past episode, so uh, not a whole lot to get caught up on. Uh, my dad flies in tomorrow. Congratulations. Um, which that should be fun. I'm excited about it, but also not going to lie. Uh, my dad was supposed to be here two weeks ago, which is part of what the whole skerfuffle was when the first episode originally got scuffed. Yes. Right? Then he decides to pull this April Fool's joke. Oh, haha, just kidding. I'm actually coming April 1st. Well, I work in admissions for a university, and <laughs> we have a we had a transfer student event today. We have a admitted student event tomorrow. So I was at work today for, at 7.30-ish until 5.30. Um, and then tomorrow I'll be at work at 7.20 until about 3 or so in the afternoon. And then I got to drive so 45 fun. minutes to get my dad to pick him up and then drive 45 minutes back to uh, to where I live. <laughs> I almost said where oh, I live. Oh, you almost docked yourself. I, I, almost, I no. almost said it. Um, <laughs> But so I, you know, I'm really excited and looking forward to seeing him. Um, it's not often that I get to see him besides once a year because I go back for the holidays. For those yeah. of you who don't know, I live in Michigan. Dad lives in Texas. Baby girl lives in Texas. So I don't get to see them very often. I'm baby girl. Uh, yeah, if you couldn't guess that. Um, but yeah, so not a whole lot's going on. I had a meeting with my supervisor that went really well. She was oh, very good. impressed with the work that I've been doing and very excited about it. So, you know, all in all, it's been a good couple days since we last met to get yeah. caught up on. It has been just a few mere days. So we recorded on Tuesday? Yeah, we recorded on Tuesday, launched the collaboration conversation over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yes. and YouTube. Uh, shout out to Michelle, who's back on it again. I was Woo. in Twitch last night uh, streaming, <laughs> and Michelle's like, oh my gosh, I need to go and watch episode four. She just started uh, the, I don't know if she just started it or started re-commenting on the collab that we did with Breeze Gaming Story. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, she was in my Twitch chat yesterday. She's like, I need to watch episode four. <laughs> Which, come to think of it, episode four was the one that we just released. So I'm yeah. like, chill. Like, yeah, you've only new. had a, still new. You literally, it's only two days that it's been out, realistically. <laughs> well, as always, Michelle, we appreciate you commenting on our YouTube channel. It brings us lots of smiles. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, not much for me to update on. Um, going to my nephew's birthday party this weekend. I'm actually Fine. leaving immediately after this. Um, but hey, at least this time you have a little bit more of a gap to be able to edit and then release yes, as have, opposed to recording, editing, posting, all that stuff. Yeah. I really need to be careful with my peas. I, I, I need to get a pop filter. There you go. Stop it. Even. Stop we're it. Even. This is not, See? We're this in the is same not boat right an now. ASMR thing. Sorry. My apologies, chat. I mean, you can ASMR listeners. later. People, okay. humans, audacity, <laughs> Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcast, Apple Apple Podcast. podcast. Come uh, on, I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> today we get into the great debate, the debate the, that has troubled gamers for decades. The biggest war on this planet. Welcome to Gamer Wars 101 with Anthony's Awesome and. D underscore links. Very exciting. Today we're going to be talking about console versus PC gaming. Before we start that, a word from I have our sponsors. To know. Oh, we don't have any sponsors yet. We don't have any sponsors yet. Oh, wait. Shadow Raid Legends. <laughs> Get your Shadow game today on mobile. No, Sorry, it's Raid Shadow no. Legends. <laughs> no. Not a official sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast was not endorsed by Raid Shadow Legends. Anyway, right, uh, I was going to ask you, what was your first console that you ever had? Like, that you think back to your childhood, the first console that you owned, that you can recall. This might be out of left field for you, and you won't, uh, like, you're going to be like, really? I feel like you might. The GameCube. The GameCube? Yeah. 
Bro, the GameCube was the shit, though. Also, for those of you watching on YouTube, you'll have to excuse what I'm doing. I'm trying to be an actual human and get a glass before I drink out of this gallon. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I I will chug out of this gallon bottle of water if you don't stop. Good boy. All right, so yeah, the he's born the glass. Your... <laughs> I'm so done with you. So the GameCube was your first console. My yes. first console that I can remember having. Uh, so, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take a guess. What do you think was my first console? Let's see. You're old. You bitch! I am not that old. Um, Twenty-eight. I'm gonna. Because you're not like. Atari or Nintendo 64 old, but I did own a Nintendo 64. I don't doubt that, but it wasn't <laughs> your first, was it? No, dude. I want to, s- I want to say a PlayStation One. Yes. Yeah. yeah cool. PlayStation One was one of the first consoles that I owned. If I'm being honest, I've owned every Sony console with the exception of the PS Vita. Uh, but every Sony console, and the exception of the PlayStation Five, I've owned every every single one of them. I've also owned disgusting a variety of Nintendo things like the Switch, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance Color, Nintendo sixty four. I also at one point had an Xbox yeah. and an Xbox three sixty. <laughs> yeah, the three sixty was a gift from my brother, so wasn't really getting like debate about it. No, Xbox no. is elite no. in the console world. Xbox is elite. In the gaming world, in terms of game exclusives, Sony has the rights to that. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, because I remember, man, I wish I had a PlayStation so I could play, um, oh, what was that? What was that one game? It, you played a little girl and, like, her, like, there's a spirit or ghost that followed her. God. I wanted to play it so bad. Coraline? Huh? I'm just kidding. I don't Coraline? No, no. It's a I don't know. Guys. It was a good I got to research. It was a good well, game. Yeah, I definitely was so I have always been a fan of Sony um and PlayStation for I I don't even know what reason. I think it's because it was the first console that I had that I owned. Um, and it's just been something that I've continued to carry with me throughout my life. Um, the Xbox for me, I think part of it was the controllers in all honesty. It's just, Mm -hmm. there was a game on Xbox that I used to love. Uh, it was a game where you were, um, you were on rollerblades and you would have to graffiti the city and then these cops would show up. Are you talking about Subway Surfer? No, it wasn't Subway Surfer. I forget what it was called. But also SSX Tricky, or SSX, uh, the snowboarding game, was a lot of fun, too. Uh-huh. I think I played that on PS2. But, I, you know, I've I've gone through stages at this point where I've had PlayStation, I've had Xbox, now I have a PC. We'll get into that whole debate later. Um, but what what have you used mostly... Yeah, it sounds like Xbox to me. Yeah, so it was Xbox. I've never owned a PlayStation. Ever. Ever? ever. Huh. Um, yeah, I've never had any, like, Sony uh, products. Not even a TV? Well, I mean a TV. Not <laughs> like a TV but, I mean, um, you didn't specify that. You just said you've never owned any Sony products. I think there's a big disclaimer, sir true but yeah no I, I was i was all over halo i never got into halo too much well probably because you were on punk ass playstation yeah well which excuse me for i the... was just just a joke but <laughs> in case they want to like do a sponsor deal or anything just oh my gosh yeah and in, in, in <clears throat> the future sony sponsor us the very, very shadow very... legends <laughs> I don't know if we if we keep making fun of Red Shadow Legends, they'll never reach out. <laughs> I don't like, know how I feel about that anyway. These, these guys are uh, making fun of us. We just should we should reach out. So I have a question for you: somebody who's never had a PlayStation, right, or mm-hmm. a Sony PlayStation type product, 
And this goes for all you iPhone and Android users as well, going back and forth on the great debate about whether Android or iPhone, which is the elite of the whatever on the market. It's iPhone, by the way. It is iPhone, by the way. But do you think that anybody who has not had an opportunity to try all of the console devices or own the console devices has the grounds to suggest or claim that the PlayStation or Xbox is the superior console. So you're saying like someone that hasn't used both consoles should be able to have that input on which one's better. That's what I'm asking. Like, do you think that that's a fair playing field? Because if they don't have a baseline for the types of games, the controller feel, things like that, can it be a fair claim to make that Xbox is better than Sony or Sony is better than Xbox, vice versa? You know, I think I think that is a fair playing field. If you used both consoles, you you should like be able to have the input. But the question is, if you have not played both consoles. Oh, then yeah, probably not. Like, so then you just helped me null out your argument about... Yeah, well, I'm stubborn, and I don't care. And that's fine. People can people can all have their own opinions in regards to whatever they want to have. You're entitled to your own opinion, even if you're wrong. Yes, exactly. So, that being said, one of the things that I love about consoles in today's world is the fact that you have the capacity to start streaming directly from your console. Because it's a built-in integration into the system itself. It, it is a good way to start. Yeah. I mean, there are still people who are very successful on Twitch and other streaming platforms yeah. that have utilized console only. I, I, that's where I started was streaming directly from console, uh, the Xbox One. Um, yeah, being at where I'm at now with, like, you know, my setup-wise and everything, I would never go back to it. Oh, I've not touched my PlayStation except for when I went home to Texas and I didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, I don't even know where my Xbox is. <laughs> it has disappeared. I will say, though, I think that there are some advantages to starting streaming from a console versus starting streaming from a PC. I felt like I had more discoverability on the PlayStation than I did... Or than I do currently. What? I'm trying to find this game and I can't. Oh, find I thought it. you were laughing at my statement. No. But I truly do believe that I had more discoverability when I was on PlayStation because I would have people who would come into the chat that'd be like, "Oh, I'm watching on Twitch. Oh, I'm watching on PlayStation," and they would end up following me on my console profile. They'd also end up adding me as friends. I'm just like, mm, I don't know you. So, bye-bye. Did you find it? Yes. Beyond Two Souls. Oh, I played that on PC. I think. Yeah, Beyond Two Souls. That was a Sony exclusive? I thought it was. Uh, if it's a Sony exclusive, I don't think exclusives come out on PC. It was my understanding that it was. It probably wasn't, but... <laughs> Maybe they adapted it eventually later. Maybe. Uh, but... <clears throat> uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm sorry. I've been on a mission uh-huh. to find that game. Yeah. But I think... So, now having switched from PS4 for me to PC gaming... I definitely haven't looked back, and it's not something that I intend to look back on. Yeah. Uh, There are games that are being released, like the Ghost of Tsushima, Mm -hmm. which is a graphically beautiful game, from what I've heard. It's a great storyline and whatnot. (laughs) I've not played it. Yeah. Uh, There are other upcoming releases that are going to be exclusives to the PlayStation brand that aren't going to be released on PC or on Xbox, right? I think we're in the Xbox Series S now. Is that what it is? Something like that. I don't even know. Or the know. Xbox Amber or Xbox Ruby. I don't know. Talk to Diamond. The she might what? Know. I don't know. Anyway. Um... <laughs> the what? The what? Never but... heard of an Xbox Ruby. 
I think that PC gaming is honestly where it's at. Yeah. Personally, it's it is elite. It's the graphics. It's the gaming quality. It's the versatility of being able to be in a Discord call with your friends, even if they don't have like if you're playing on a global scale, right? Like Apex Legends, for example. Yeah. You can be playing with somebody on console and in a global voice chat and be talking to them and not be limited by the fact that they're on a console. Right. And I think that's just kind of where technology's moved in the last decade or so. The only real big big downside to PC gaming is the hackers. I feel like there's more hackers yeah. hackers on PC gaming than console gaming. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of PC gaming, um, you might be intrigued by this, and you might have an answer, but did you hear that Harry Potter's Hogwarts Legacy dropped in player base of 25% in the last week? What? 25% of their player base is not playing anymore. Well, I actually... I can't say i haven't played in a bit it's because i've been busy but but 25 percent when you think that's a about, lot that's that's like a, a couple a million that's like a, that's almost like a quarter of the players that are playing it is a quarter I know. of the players that are playing i know anyway yeah, no, that's that's a lot though but to be fair so the article that i was reading this these analytics are coming from Steam players and Steam users. Okay. So PC gamers, 25% of their player base for Hogwarts Legacy have dropped. See, I don't know. I think that's, like, a big thing with, like, story-based games. Is like, once you beat the story and all the missions, what are you going to do? Yeah, and I think the other piece of it, too, is the way that they presented Hogwarts Legacy. Like, yes, it's this big open-world opportunity where you can live out your wizarding dream and yada, yada, blah, blah. But so many people are asking, where's the online function? When are we getting the Quidditch? What did you call it? Arena? Oh, is it the Quidditch? Qu- or just playing Quidditch. Yeah, because it, has, it Quidditch. has the Quidditch pitch, but you just can't play Quidditch. And so, like, there are there are I feel things like, that are missing for a lot of the players, and they I think that's part of what's driving them away. I I feel like they would have more of a player base if they made it multiplayer. Right, because then you'd have opportunities for PvP. PvP and, sh- funny, and you would just ha- having fun, funny moments. Yeah, and honestly, I think that that would give a better play to the story, to the character that you have created, yeah. to then develop and choosing, legitimately choosing whether you are a Death Eater or not. You so, know what I, mean? I, I feel like they should implement an actual morality system. Because they don't really have that. Like, you can... Like in uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, people treated you a different way if you're based on your reputation yeah based on your reputation or and like the end scene had a different outcome with your reputation you know yeah like either you got a wolf or you got a deer deer being heroic wolf being evil um i feel like they should actually implement that because you also see that kind of morality system in infamous the infamous series. Yeah. I feel which I, I liked that that specifically from Infamous because depending on which path you took, evil or good or evil or hero, yeah. The evil powers were so much more fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it really played true to the attraction of do I really want to be the good guy or do I want to be the villain? Do I want to yeah. be the famous person who is going around saving people or do I want to be the infamous like vigilante who's just going around and cause basically Deadpool. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Essentially. Um, but yeah, I think that you're, you're right on track with, with Hogwarts that if they implemented some kind of morality system or a way to really enhance the player's experience. Yeah. Well, it's like, I think, you you can you can like be mean with a question like if they ask you something and like your response, you have an option of like being mean, but they're not going to treat you any different 
after right. that, or you're not going to have a hit on your reputation if you're mean, you know? And I think if you if you recall the movies and everything, the books, if you've read them, very, like everybody treated Slytherins very differently oh, yeah. than they treated the other three houses. And, you know, you don't really see Ravenclaws interacting very much, to be completely honest. Like, you really just mostly see Gryffindor and Slytherin. Yeah. And this whole rivalry between them is kind of like this good versus evil faction in a way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, I thought that was fascinating. And regarding, like, gaming and the hackers piece, that yeah. kind of is what cued me. So, yeah, Avalanche, make a multiplayer implement an actual reputation system that y'all kind of had us believing that was going to be in there. And, uh, yeah. And then you'll probably get your player base back. Probably like that. I think the other benefit, the, to counter the drawback of having hackers, the benefit of being on a PC is the updates that they can push out and they can push out so frequently without necessarily bogging down the system. When you yeah. see updates be pushed on consoles, they're freaking massive. Yeah. And they take forever because not only do you have to download the update, copy the update, and then you can install it. Yeah. Which, I mean, so playing Call of Duty, um, the people that make the hacking software, mm -hmm. they are working just as fast as the devs are like there was like uh in the beta for modern warfare 2 there was people already hacking and you know big updates pushing anti-cheat there's already people getting past it it's like you just can't beat them like they're so bad at the game that they have to have these hacks and yeah i'm calling you out if you're hacking and listening to this you're trash Honestly, I'm bad at Apex, and I just enjoy the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it sucks to lose every fight. It sucks to go down all the time. But if you're playing the game with people that you enjoy playing with, like, at the end of the day, it's all about having fun. I went to a... Okay, so it's I... It's a I used, game for Pete's sake. I used to work for Spectrum. It's the internet company. Really? I, did, I didn't know that. Did you not know that? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I used to work for them. What kind, what kind of... I knew you worked for them, but what kind of internet do they provide? We're not doing a free sponsorship. They fired me. Um, so. <laughs> the tea is hot and piping. Oh, it's about to get hotter, bro. Do you know what a Cronus is? A what? A Cronus. Uh, isn't it a speed clock? It's basically a plug-and-play. Um, Wi-Fi? No, adapter? it's. It doesn't have to do with Wi-Fi. It's a modem hacks. It's a aimbot. Oh, it's a plug-and-play aimbot. What does that have to do with Spectrum? Because I'm, I'm about to tell you. That's about to tie in. Oh, okay. One of the Dallas Cowboys uses a Cronus on his Xbox and plays Call of Duty. Wait, you you went spectruming to a Dallas Cowboys player's house? Uh, a Dallas Cowboys house and a New York Jets player's house that he lived in. Can we just talk about the fact that they use Spectrum and not AT&T? Which, I'm, I mean, let's be honest here. Uh, AT&T internet is booty cheeks. But that fiber, though. All right. All Which, right, I mean, so maybe the fiber, but it's so expensive. They can afford it? Do you see oh, their yeah, salaries? True, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, Listen, this dude, this dude the, they, the New York Jets guy, he rode the bench, and he, he still had a nice house. I'm just going to be real. I bet he did. But, like, anyway. DeMarcus uh, Mims, look him up. Eh, I'm not into sports ball. I'm not I'll pass. If you're into sports, it was DeMarcus Mims. He wasn't the one hacking. He's the one that for the New York Jets. I don't remember the the guy that was hacking though. Um, one of the games that I, I think hackers. of uh, readily that so it's released on all consoles. Mm -hmm. It is Disney Dreamlight Valley. Okay. Okay. I play this game quite a bit. Breeze Gaming Story plays this game. 
they are constantly pushing out updates for this game. However, the benefit of being on a PC versus being on a Switch, they can push out updates to a PC much quicker than they can to a Switch. Yeah. And they are able to hit those bugs at a faster rate. Yeah. So where the Switch, when that was released, because it was it's uh, it's supposed to be free to play. Now, these are people who... When you release a game early access on a PC, you know there are going to be bugs. You know that it's going to be a little scuffy. You have that expectation mm-hmm. when when you're paying for a game, right, yeah. for early access. When you're paying for a game on a console that is early access, you might not get the same warning that most PC players get, which is this game is in early access. It's still in development. If you find bugs, whatever, submit a ticket, yada, yada, blah, blah, contact the resource department i don't know whatever the little spiel that they give you yeah um but so people paid for disney dreamlight valley my roommate paid for it and she loves the game but there were often times where the game would just randomly crash on her and all the progress that she had made was lost that's so frustrating and so like when you think about crash reports on a PC, yeah. you can send that as a ticket. You can include that as a customer service, and they can help you quickly. Yeah. And they can provide a different kind of assistance because they can see everything, and you're able to submit and copy and paste and drag and drop and all that shit. Yeah. I I never really send cr- crash reports. Oh, I don't either. I'm just, just saying if you do, like... I was, I was like crash i'm like oh damn it and then fucking just load it back up reboot it yeah <laughs> reboot you it. in fucking star citizen is that what it's called yeah actually that only crashed on me once yeah but you have to close everything to be able to play it's the game a, it's a big game <laughs> it's a big he big says game. apprehensively i love that i think game. one of the drawbacks to a pc in addition to what you've already mentioned is the need to stay as up to date on your graphics cards, on yeah. your storage, there's a lot on more hassle. Drivers, because I, yeah, I got I gotta get more storage for my PC. I get an SSD. I gotta get a new graphics card. It's tough. And then you also have to make sure that those things are also compatible with your power supply. You got to make sure your power supply is strong enough. And... So basically, every now and then you just have to rebuild a whole PC. Hey, yup. And so, like, then you get into the conversation of a pre-built PC versus a custom-built PC. Do not buy a pre-built PC. Anthony. uh... It works amazing. uh, Where'd you get it from? I got it from Best Buy. Oh, my God. I had it recommended to me by a tech guy. Of course you did. It I'm wasn't just trying it, to make money. This, no, this was a personal friend of mine. Oh, okay. Because he knew that I was shopping for a PC. I was shopping for a PC on a budget, but he also wanted to make sure that I got at least a decent bang for my buck. And so the pre-built that I bought actually has some pretty good stats or not stats, but some pretty good um components in it. So my my big thing with like pre-built is like it can have good stats, right? But it's the level of care that's like put together you know what i mean like i don't know because i've heard many horror stories of like people that don't know what they're doing trying like turn on their pre-built pc and it not turning on and then them trying to fix it themselves and done over with it's horrifying like they try to repair their pc while they're standing on carpet and then shock their motherboard if you give your motherboard a static shock, it's gone. Done for. You have to get a whole new motherboard. It's terrifying. So, yeah, I've, I've, just, heard, I've just heard a lot of horror stories. So, I don't know. I recommend build your PC yourself. But if you're on a budget, talk to somebody outside of the store get you know if you have friends that are in it or something get those recommendations because again if they know what you're looking for they can help you price point stuff they could also help you put it together they could also make sure that if you're getting a pre-built that you have what you need to do all the things you need to do whether it be at the bare minimum or whatnot 
Like my PC runs fairly well. It does a good job. It gets the job done. Um, and it, when I get to the point that I need to upgrade, I'm not a person who knows how to take a PC apart and put it together and make sure that everything puts fits right. But I have friends that I can take it to that know what they're doing, that I trust, that will be able to help me price point things that I need in order to find the things that are going to be compatible with my motherboard, compatible with my power supply, things like that, and go from there. I think that there are multiple avenues. The biggest thing that we suggest, do your research. Yes. Period. Do your research. And also, for those on a budget, Newegg, the website for computer parts and all sorts of stuff, um, they offer a payment plan that you can do through this. Uh, I, they changed it, but it used to be Zip. I don't remember what it is now, but like, it's like you pay this much every two weeks. So it's like four, four, four weeks split up by a week. So it's like these weeks. Every two weeks for four payments. That's what I'm trying to say. You look confused. It was just the explanation that Premium you monsters, used to get to that point. Four payments. New boot goofing. You don't know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, my. you need to get up, up to date on your memes, dog. Stop. You sound like someone else I know. Anyway. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Somebody. I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. I don't, actually. I love it here. Um, yeah, there are there's some pros and cons to everything. PC gaming versus console gaming. Um, I think that when you take into account everything that you're doing and everything that you're working with, you have to work within your means. Uh, that's one of the biggest things that we talked about in our very first episode on here in regards to streaming and becoming a content creator. Yes. Don't move faster than you have the capacity to move because you could end up hurting yourself in the long run. I mean, I did that when I started buying all of the emotes and stuff that I worked with. I was overly excited, not even realizing that you don't automatically get access to all 10 or so emotes that they give you as an affiliate, you know? Yeah. Um, you don't need the biggest and best and brightest. And focus on the things that are going to enhance your stream for the viewer's pleasure. Nobody wants to hear you sound like a wiry robot in their headphones or their computer or their TV. So, you know, start with your microphone, then move to the visual. If you want to be a VTuber, if you want to be a PNG streamer, if you want to be a cam streamer, you know. What's what's a PNG streamer? I've never heard of a, of a PNG streamer. Do you know what a PNG is? Yeah. Yeah, you take one PNG with a closed mouth, another PNG with an open mouth, so that they switch back and forth when you're talking. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, my, my friend uses a PNG, Daddy Coco. Okay. Yeah. So she has this really cute design that she made. It's like a version of herself with little horns and it's like all Angie and cute. Wait, is that like her, uh, her profile picture? Yeah. So I've seen it a few times. Yeah. So Daddy Coco has a PNG that she uses to stream with because she doesn't use a face cam. Um, we could always talk about what enhances your stream on a later episode. Yes, we are getting but <laughs> off topic. That's yes. okay, though. That's okay. Bringing it back to the console wars. Um, again, there are pros and cons, in all honesty. I, I definitely, one of the biggest benefits to being on a PC is the amount of game sales that happen year Ooh, yes. round. Yes. Like, I just bought Subnautica and Resident Evil 4. Four Resident Evil Two, for like twenty two dollars. Damn! Like I had, I had to cop it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I had to clap them cheeks. Oh, oh! And so, oh god! Like the, the, uh, the sales that happen. Oh, there's so many. Steam is always pushing out sales. And the demos that you get to try. Not to mention, if you buy a game on steam the refund policy as long as you are playing less than three hours or if you meet the the 21 days or whatever it is like this the refund policy is pretty easy yeah pretty lenient 
you buy a physical copy of a game, you take that shit to to GameStop, you get into a point where they're not going to give you the same amount of money that you paid for that game to begin with. Come here. Come here. All right. Fuck off, then. Get out. For those of you listening, he's talking to his dog. He came in my room, walked over to me. I went to put my hand out. He walked away to my door, looked behind, like, looked to me, and then proceeded to leave. That's a sassy dog. He's very, he's very sassy. I love it. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. (laughs) You're good. That was really, honestly, like, the the game sales instantly are one of the best parts of it. And... PCs oftentimes get access to games earlier than consoles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, since, like, the new release of the newer consoles, some games have been pushing to console first just so they could, like, flex their new, like, updated systems and stuff. Their 5K technology. Yeah, nerds. Who, who, Who in the heck has the money for a 5K TV... And when you think about graphics qualities, how many systems and TVs are able to accurately depict a 5K resolution? Not a lot. Not a lot. And if they do, they're expensive as fuck. Exactly my point. All right, let's look up. Let's look up how much a 5K TV is. Real quick, we'll do Amazon because everybody buys from Amazon. Jeff Bezos. He doesn't own it anymore. Wait, really? Yeah, he sold it. When did that happen? Did he sell it to a what's-his-face that owns Twitter now? No. What? Who owns Twitter? What's his name? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, here's an The 8K. Tesla guy. No, uh, Elon Musk? Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. No, Elon doesn't own him. Um, Amazon. Uh, okay, so I'm not finding a 5K, but I'm seeing an 8k for 10k no for 4k and 8k for 4k yeah interesting that's tough interesting oh it's on sale right now oh so it's like it's probably it's, an 8k it's, for 8k no nah, it's 45 oh so you only get 500 dollars off what is this stupid can we also talk about the special sales that happen around the holidays? Ah, oh, dude. Like, uh, I think that's around the time I bought all the Batman games. Yeah, it was. The ones yeah. that you haven't played for me in a hot minute. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, yeah, I got those for like, what, four games for 20 bucks? Yeah, it was like $23. Insane. Four games for like $23. That's crazy. It's amazing. And when you think about storage space and storage capacity on a computer versus a console, you're limited to that storage unless you buy an external. Same thing for a computer, but you can always and much more easily customize your PC specs than you can a console. Yeah. Yeah, that the the world of the world of console gaming is just bliss. I love console gaming. Sorry, I'm looking at TVs. I'm very confused as to how... You just said you don't even know where your Xbox One is. So how's the console Wait, did I just say I love console gaming? Yes. Oh, I mean, I mean, PC gaming's bliss. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, my mind's preoccupied. I'm looking at these prices. Stop looking at the TVs and get back into hey, the discussion. A, six, a 65-inch 4K TV is 600 bucks. All right. Well, it's probably bad. That was a Fire TV. Uh, ew. All right. Back at it. Back at it. Come on. Whatever. Hey, hey I'm over here. boy. There we go. Just like that. Anyway. <laughs> I got sorry. That was... That was a little more than I meant it to be. Um, ooh. Uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about anymore. The sales is probably the biggest thing. The customizability with it is yes. fantastic. 
And when you think about the ability to multitask easily, you can be in a game waiting for a loading screen. You could be scrolling on your on your computer over here. You're, you're not having Twitter, to be... Facebook. You can go your... follow us on Twitter yeah. and while you're all of our on, socials. While you're waiting to queue up in Valorant, you're going to hit up our socials on your web browser. The thing that all platforms share is the toxicity. Yeah. That's something that all platforms share no matter what. It's not yeah. biased towards any console or PC. You will find toxicity in any gaming that, area. That depends on what game you're playing. I say Call- that in refer in reference currently to uh, to Valorant because I've heard of the horror stories. Oh, it's awful. It's you awful. You just love the torture, don't you? You know how easy it is to get combanned on Valorant? Yeah, I called someone on the other team a bitch, and it was like it was a dude. He made it very clear, so I wasn't being disrespectful to women, never. But he was being a bitch, <laughs> call him a bitch, and I wasn't able to chat for the rest of the night. So they just have they like audio things that no, no, tracking. it was it was typed out, but I think they have like the words to look for their little. Like band AI. words and phrases. Yeah. Valid. Yeah. Fair. What were you gonna say about Call of Duty? Oh yeah, Call of Duty. Call of Duty is very biased towards PC gamers. Really? Yeah. Most of the targeted trash talk is between PC and console gamers. I feel like that happens in a lot of like it happens in Apex all the time too. Oh, you have aim assist because yeah, you're on a it's controller. Yeah, aim assist thing. Like there are and PC it is players who play on a controller. Like it's not controllers are not exclusive to consoles. Yeah, but I don't think you get the same aim assist that you do on the PC version than you do a console. Probably not, but there's probably sub. I don't think so. I don't no, think I don't you know. do get aim assist at all. I I could be wrong. Because I'm not I'm what? not weird and play controller on a PC. Oh my gosh! I remember when I started playing PC, I was dedicated to ensuring that I would play shooter games and such on mouse and keyboard. And honestly, mouse and keyboard just feels so fluid. I yeah. feel like I have so much more control. The input is so much quicker to yeah. be received by the device that I'm using, as opposed to the controller because then you're also having to look at the way that the what are you doing trying to see it it's a new keyboard but i think uh on my old keyboard the wasd keys were worn out is that a 60 percent keyboard no it's a uh uh... i can't show you mine because mine's mine's attached to uh my lovely what do you got it's a ha- habit. Oh, I've got a uh, Ra- Razer Huntsman Mini. That I want a Huntsman a Mini. I love it, in yeah. all honesty. Uh, it took some getting used to without having the additional keys, mm-hmm. but because of my L-shaped desk, like I just I needed more room for my mouse than I did for a keyboard, and my keyboard yeah. was just too big. Um, also, mechanical keyboards for me are so satisfying to listen to yeah. with the key with the keycaps. Ugh. Uh, yeah, no, I I I just I like the number pad because it makes it easy for me to edit photos. Because I have right, I've adopted my own like color scheme, so um, I can type in the percentages real easy of like what I what I want on like the exposure the red luminosity stuff like that luminosity make... train your brain <laughs> but yeah no I can do that really easy so I like this keyboard for it but I do want one without the number pad I, is that a 60% uh no, no that is not or, a 60 yours be a... yours yours would be depending on how big yours is <laughs> Um, yours might be an 80%. Mine's a 60% because it removes the keypad altogether. And it's just the the numbers at the top of the keyboard. So, like, your, your keys for, So, like it goes, your... like, across diagonally. Control yeah. to escape. 
Yep. Okay, yeah, that's what I want. It goes across diagonally? Don't you mean horizontally? No. See my camera move? Yes. Control to escape. That's a diagonal. Oh, you oh, mean... Oh, shit. Sorry. Well done. You mean your right control to escape. Sure. Okay, why didn't you specify that? Because there's two control said, buttons. I said diagonally bro. from control to escape. Now go if from you escape, go diagonal, and there's another control. said escape from control... Control to escape, bro. Is this a- it's not the same thing because if you say control to I escape, I added in I'm diagonal. Thinking, diagonal. Right. If you but go, still, I'm control not is straight down from escape. Listen, and then I'm not you thinking. Go, I'm not listening. Right control, or I'm not imagining right control. If you're saying control to escape, even diagonal. if you got diagonally in it, this isn't diagonally. Diagonally. <laughs> diagonally. <laughs> I think he said diagonally. <laughs> <laughs> Ends up in the middle of fucking nowhere. Fucking nocturne alley. <laughs> right. Um, I thought you quit vaping. I don't want to talk about it. How long? How long's? Anyway, we won't get into that right now. But hey, I anyway. quit for a day. I'm gonna wean myself hey. off of it. I can't cold turkey. It it, it eats me up. Oh, I bet it does. Like, I was losing my mind last night, so, but yeah. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. In the end of it all, it's basically on personal preference. It doesn't matter what you want to play because consoles are just as good as PCs in their own way. They're not going to be as superior as PCs. Yeah, As somebody who, I, I legit thought I would be a console gamer for my life. And everybody's like, no, you got to try PC. You got to try PC. It's the master race. Nah, it's fine. I love my console. Then I got on, I started streaming and I switched. Like, that's the other thing. PC gaming as a content creator and streamer gives you so many options with overlays and animations and just things Dude, that you can do. You could, you could say, say you're doing good with streaming, right? Say you're, mm-hmm. you're up there in views. You are, you know, making money from stream. You could build a separate PC specifically for streaming and then get a capture card in your other PC for gaming and it, it makes everything so much smoother. Mm-hmm. There are, there are people out there who have two PC setups for streaming. Some people do it from their laptop. Extra, extra power, you know? Yeah. I think it's all personal preference at the end of yeah. the day. And I will never go back to console gaming unless I absolutely have to, which sometimes I do because I can't transport my PC everywhere I go. But... I think that, you know, that's a topic for another day in regards to what are some resources that you can utilize to enhance your stream, especially if you're a console gamer, because there are things out there that do exist, such as add-ons with Twitch. There's also external things that you can purchase as subscriptions. Um, We can make a whole resource topic on, like, content creation, because there's a lot of things that we could discuss there. But I think, you know, for me... PC gaming's where it's at, and PC gaming's where it's going to stay for me. I've played Xbox, I've played PlayStation, but nothing really matches up to I'm my I'm never going PC. back, ever. Never ever going back. Never going to give you up, never going to let you down, never going to turn around and hurt you. But yeah, no, I think, I think we basically covered everything with console and PC gaming. This, this has might- been... Your broadcast with Anthony Dillon, where we had little to no outline and flew by the seat of our pants. Yeah, we did it my way, and it was not terrible. It wasn't terrible, but if you think about it, we could have had such a much deeper conversation with other points. Like, we, the very last bullet point is, what what was the last bullet point Uh, on this one? I quote, uh, who the the fuck fuck knows? knows. (laughs) With a little kitty face with an X and three. Um, for those of you millennials out there, <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, don't oh, look, don't, don't laugh like, like you don't know. I know okay. you're not a millennial, but still. All right. We appreciate you sticking around till the end of the Beyond the Controller podcast. Uh, 
we will be uploading again next week because we are weekly. I'm just letting y'all know again, in case y'all forgot. Not bi-weekly anymore yeah, because let's be real. Also, can we say real quick, thank you for having us almost at 100 starts on Spotify. Woo! Like, heck yeah. We're like, we appreciate y'all so much. We're doing something. That being said... Go follow the the the, broad, the broadcast. Go follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Find us on YouTube. Uh, YouTube is unique because it's at BTC dot podcast in the URL, or just search Beyond the Controller Podcast. We're over on Twitter at BTC Podcast GG. Oh, also shameless plug because we love to do it you can find me anthony's awesome your co-host on twitter and twitch at anthony's awesome and tiktok anthony's awesome ttv what a mooch shut up you're gonna do the same thing i am not you can find me at d underscore links on twitter and twitch you can also doesn't even remember his own username yeah i know it's been a while you can also find me at Dylan Cook underscore productions. That's my videography and photography business. That I helped him rename. Yeah. Not rename. Just Not rename. Did, His Twitter handle. We fixed the Twitter yeah. handle. Or the Instagram, Instagram handle. handle. Yeah. We, we fixed that because that was a long, long it's Too handle. many underscores. Yeah. But, yeah, I post way more than I do anywhere on that Instagram. So He's actually a content creator on Instagram if you think about it. Yeah, I am. I am, I am producing More content. than on Twitch. Yeah. Hey, content comes in many forms, shapes, and sizes. This isn't about OnlyFans. Stop it. You can also find my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> He's kidding. He doesn't have yeah, OnlyFans. Yeah, I don't have OnlyFans yet. Anyways, bye. Bye. Bye.